This is the Australia Report with Vic Aladev. Good day, mate. Vic Aladev, a very good morning. How are you? Did you enjoy that? <laughs> Uh, it was unusual. All right, so there, there's a no if ever I've heard one. <laughs> you're a you're a true politician. It was unusual. Well, listen, you should have seen the antics in studio. Mukundi was, uh, yeah, uh, lip syncing that one like I've never seen. Either way, uh, how you doing? How you keeping? Very well, thank you. Good to talk to you. Nice to speak to you. Date set for Malka Life sentencing. Finally. It's been a long time coming, and uh, just a couple of days ago, there was a pre-sentence hearing at the court in Melbourne, where where the where the trial has been taking place, and the judge, whose name is Mark Gamble, has announced that her sentencing date will be August 24, and he's also said that that he expects that the sentence will take him a long amount of time to actually hand down, and just to remind listeners that we're talking about the principal of a Das Israel ultra-Orthodox school in Melbourne for girls, where Malkalaita, who at the time was head of religious studies and then principal, in 2008 we're talking about, so 15 years ago, would, would uh, surface that she would be charged or allegations would be made uh, that she had been involved in, in sexual abuse of three sisters at the school. And uh, in the middle of the night, she uh, flew off to Israel and uh, 12 years, 12 years of extradition proceedings uh, took place while she was in Israel. And uh, after these lengthy extradition proceedings, she was finally returned to Australia in January 2020. And then a six-week trial took place in the county court in Melbourne, uh, in the state of Victoria, where she was found guilty of 18 charges against two of the sisters, acquitted on charges of the third sister, and now there's been sentencing hearing, pre-sentence hearings, right. and uh, and as we said, on August 24, the sentence will be finally handed down over this long saga. Sure. What a crazy, crazy story. Uh, right. Uh, the other story that we wanted to chat to you about was a call for the immediate recognition of, a pal- of a Palestine that looms at the Labour Party conference. And And it's not the first time that... Such a call has has uh, eventuated at a Labour Party conference. And just to remind people that the current Australian government is a Labour Party government. And but what complicates, what makes this proposed resolution even muddier is that in March this year, the Prime Minister of Australia stood alongside Joe Biden, US President, and Rishi Sunak, British Prime Minister. And they stood together to announce that Australia would buy three to five U.S. submarines, uh, military obviously submarines, and would build eight submarines here in Australia itself. And this was a big deal in terms of the national defense security of this country with Britain and the United States as part of the fr- part of the picture. So what has this got to do with a motion about recognizing Palestine is that there are those within the Labour Party who oppose this military alliance and to build these submarines and buy submarines. And so what is surfacing are are rumors that those who oppose this military alliance will not oppose it at the conference if a promotion can be put forward to call for immediate recognition of the state of Palestine within the current term of of the government. 
and so I mean it's I mean the mind boggles to think because this the submarine issue is talking about the national security of this country and to bargain use that as a bargaining point about recognizing Palestine or not I mean the mind boggles that that you know, that the one can be played off against the other nevertheless that is what is being mooted and that is what is being talked about right now the conference is in uh, about three to four weeks time middle of August and so um, those are the issues which are being canvassed and obviously the Jewish leadership is you know extremely concerned about that and uh, and is speaking to is speaking to people it needs to speak to having said all that the prime minister the foreign minister are against all of the above they do not want these motions to go forward but they don't have the numbers within the Labour Party and it's the left side of the party which has the numbers and so so it's uh, it's very unclear how all of this will play out. Mm. Very, very interesting indeed. But does it reflect a sentiment in Australia in general or just within the Labour Party? I would say just within the Labour Party and within certain sections of the Labour Party. As I said, the Prime Minister, the mm. Foreign Minister are not not in favor of these motions going forward, either of them. They don't want the submarine motion to go forward, and they are committed to two-state solution, so, but that they don't have the numbers within their own party. So it's, it's a sentiment within mm, the left mm. of the Labour Party. Very interesting indeed. And finally, 26 years after four Australians died, Israel announces plans to clean up the Yarkon River. Well, that didn't take long. Well, exactly. And, and just to remind people, you know, this is a, this, a tragic and very sensitive issue for the Australian Jewish community. 1997 Maccabee Games, the pedestrian bridge into the stadium, uh, collapsed and four Australians died walking into the opening ceremony of those games. And not only did four Australians lose their lives, but approximately 60, that's six zero Australians were Either severely injured from the from collapse from the fall and scaffolding fell on them, or ingesting ingesting toxic poison from that horribly polluted Yarkon River, and it's and it's not only from that tragedy, but it took over a year for compensation to be even a, a reality for those who were involved to be called to account legally, etc. And now, quarter of a century later, soft soft. Finally, uh, the the water authority in Israel has said, yes, we will clean up the Yarkon River because of all the toxic wastewater, and we will stop streaming wastewater into the into the river within the next five years, and uh, and to increase the volume of clean water that is going to the Yarkon River. So it's you know it's a deeply sensitive issue for this community because of the tragic you know history from the 1997 uh, Maccabee Games. But at least, you know, something is being done, you know, Absolutely. finally. Uh, if, uh, even if it is a very late. That's the Australian Report. Vic Eladef, thank you as always. Vic is the former CEO of the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies. We speak to him every Tuesday at this time.